Welcome back, everybody. Blue Collar Whitetail Podcast, officially powered by Rackaholic Outdoors. The true whitetail sense and cover sense made from an Indiana deer farm, from the deer to the bottle. It is getting to be that time of year, like we mentioned last week. So please go hit up Rackaholic Outdoors up on their Facebook page. You can also message myself, Kyle Miller, Matt Dosman, and we will get you the sense to uh, help you out this year. Uh, like I said, I highly recommend that whitetail bedding scent. Um, just covers you up. And like I said, multiple times over the past year of this podcast, uh, we tried something new and we sit wrong winds intentionally and we did not get blown out all year. So again, check those guys out. We're going to have Matt on next week and he's going to cover some scents a little bit more just as a refresher. So Anyway, getting into today's episode, I'm going to recap our past weekend on dove hunting. Um, it kind of reminded me of like a rut vacation for dove. Uh, we absolutely pounded them. Um, hunted super hard. Like I said, we had that reduction hunt out there in Mongo at public land. And then we came back and hit up Ryan's Fields. And... Uh, the first day we go out there you know and he's been scouting it all year long just has doves absolutely loaded up in these fields right well the farmer sprayed or something like that we were trying to come with some kind of conclusion and uh we noticed the doves kept flying to this field on the west side of the road and so ryan's like man i wonder if we can get permission to get on that so we drive down there the cattle farmer and uh, Ryan's like, look, this is a situation. Is there any way we can hunt this hayfield or whatever it was planted? Uh, we're still trying to figure out what's planted there. But the dirt was softer. And uh, cattle farmer's like, yeah, go ahead, guys. So <laughs> we go down there, and uh, we missed more <laughs> than we shot uh, the, the first day. But, man, we were we were in the action. It was crazy. Something about that field they just loved. Um the next day we went back out had a little bit better of a showing uh we set up on them a little bit better we rode one fence row instead of uh or one fence row to the west instead of sitting on the south side of the field where they kind of just literally fly right over our heads uh and before we knew it you know they were already past our decoys and <laughs> it was just like uh call of duty out there just trying to load up and get on these birds um so we took we took a little bit more out the second day than we did the first uh, I don't have an actual count I know we didn't get our limit but like I said we were still knocking some rust off and uh, we definitely we definitely missed more than we shot going into the third day uh, I was fortunate enough to have my mom watch the boys so Mallory could come out uh, I just wanted her to experience it um you know it's more of a social hunting adventure than deer and you're not freezing completely and funny story about that so we show up that morning and i was telling her i was like yeah you don't want to you don't want to wear something too heavy because it does get hot just sitting out here in these fields and sure enough when you know it's like the most overcast morning uh it started sprinkling a little bit and there was like a steady wind so yeah, basically it was pretty chilly. I uh, could have done all right with like a 
medium weight hoodie um so anyway she's sitting there and you know obviously teals with me and ryan's down to our right and uh the action starts coming and you know how it is you're trying to kill these birds off and you got your wife right next to you and she's watching you miss all these birds and i'm like you see you see how uh how it's kind of difficult here and she's like oh yeah they're they're faster than i thought and uh like i said they were flying right out of the weeds in between ryan and us uh it was it was pretty crazy and eventful that morning and with how overcast it was uh it was really kind of hard you know picking out what these birds were when they were coming in just because of how dark it was but we had a we had a great adventure that morning uh we didn't we did end up killing some birds uh ryan kept stash that hunt and uh, he fried them up he loved them uh, i kept the stash the day before and we wrapped those up in bacon and i mean if you guys have ever had dove you know what i'm talking about it's like a sin uh also recap on teal okay so last year was her first season out there dove hunting and uh you know obviously she's she still is a puppy right now um, but just the difference that that first season to now has made, um, she's still, there's still some things I'd like to, uh, correct with her. There are times where she does break, uh, when we shoot and we, like, if we miss a bird, she'll, she'll, she could just take off and go after that bird. Um, and I try calling her back, but like, it seems later on in the hunt, um, she just, she, you know, she gets away from that. Uh, but she is also very excited. Like, <laughs> it is pretty crazy to watch her out there. Uh, she did find a lot of birds for us, and there was a couple birds that landed in the weeds behind us over by Ryan, and uh, she was able to locate those birds in some, some weeds that were about chest height. So she's uh, really picking up the scent game. Uh, she's doing a lot better. Um, like I said, I just want to work with her more to have her hold a little bit um a little bit better but that'll come with time so th like i said this is her second season i'm still very impressed with her uh as to locating birds um there were some birds that she watched fall out of the sky and then once she got over there uh, she couldn't quite locate them so like i would get up out of my chair and i'm like no find it find it and I'd start walking that way, and sure enough, she'd get downwind of it and pick up that bird. So she's doing better. She's doing a lot better. Um, we're going to do another hunt Sunday morning. Um, and I know this this episode is six days out from my first deer hunt, so I don't know if I'm done with Dove for the year after this Sunday hunt. Um, but once once we get into whitetail mode, I know it, things kind of shift drastically. Um, but anyway, so Sunday morning, we're going to try to hit it again with Ryan and, uh, really put a, really put a hurting on him. Um, one thing I did figure out, I had a couple different brands of shells out there and you know how the ammo is, uh, this time of year, people buying it up to go dove hunt and stuff and, or clay pigeon shoot and, uh, found a box of browning and, my gun just did not like it. I don't know if that's a, a shell problem or my gun just does not like browning. But uh, the heavy shot worked great. The steel and bismuth, uh, the federal shot great. 
I also had some Fiacci target loads that shot great, which those were hard to find because the shells on those are clear. So that was interesting. But we got everything all picked up, so we're good there. Like I said, we are six days out from... Dang it, my cat is up here now on the table. Sorry. Oh. Like I said, we are six days out from reduction zone. Um, that starts on the 15th. The way things are lining up, I think I'm going to skip that 15th, which is a Thursday, and my first hunt will actually be on the 16th, that Friday evening. A uh, couple of reasons why I'm doing that. One, I can't hunt the 15th, the 16th, and the weekend just because of the drive. Also, uh, due to work, I think going up there on a Friday evening would be a lot easier than going up on a Thursday. And then if you happen to shoot something, you know, like that Thursday night, um, I mean, that, that could make for a long evening and then having to go back into work on Friday. So, going to plan to sit on friday the 16th uh, i've been looking at the projected forecast which i know that's still quite a ways out but right now it's saying the high for that day is going to be 76 degrees with a southeast east wind um which is perfect for the pinch tree setup uh, that's kind of my go-to stand here early season um for the that property in particular and really <laughs> last year we we pounded that stand and it worked out pretty great for us all year long um it's just a tight little pinch point i know you guys have heard me talk about it on and on and on so i won't go into too much detail on that as far as uh you know if nothing happens thursday evening my plans are to go saturday morning uh got permission on colton to join mario and i up there hunting this year from my father-in-law and uh when we go into that saturday morning sit i feel really good about that um just because the huge temperature switch you know going from 76 or 80 degrees the previous evening and dropping all the way down to 58 in the morning uh the wind projected for that day has changed a little bit it's more of a south southeast wind which again like i said on this particular stand we are sitting in it it's not that big of a deal um especially wearing the white tail bedding scent we learned from last year uh, helps us out quite a bit so hopefully you know fingers crossed that morning typically mornings this type of this time of year which i know a lot of people here different but like the way this property works mornings up there have been way more productive than evening um to be honest i'm i'm trying to think back of the last time i killed up there in the evening and it really wasn't even an evening sit it was a midday sit when i put that stock on a nine point um so yeah it's just a really nice morning property uh, and midday activity as well that I've seen now that could be different depending on where I'm sitting um, just because the property is so big itself it, and I don't really run cameras up there um, so I mean I'm sure I'm missing a pocket somewhere but 
uh, just kind of going more like, I, I don't know if you call it woodsmanship, but just like stand locations that have worked for us consistently over, I mean, since 20, we've been hunting these same stand areas since like 2013, 2014. Uh, we got about six stands up there that we hunt. Um, like I said, we just added a tower blind out there on, on the uh, more south part of that property uh, which will play off huge when it rains or with the cold and everything so pretty excited to use that thing also with youth season coming up on the 24th and 25th that's going to be perfect to get my son in there uh, where he can move around stretch out and not have to you know be in the tree or be on the ground and be super still <clears throat> so like I said the stand location that we're planning on hitting this uh this coming well next weekend is that pinch tree uh the projected sunrise is like 7 15 um so that means it's a 6 45 shoot time ideally for this first sit i want to get in there as early as we can um honestly i'd like to be in there about 5 45 just up in the tree give it an hour to settle down um like i said first hunt together as a as a group of colton and myself in that tree so you know it might even be an hour and 30 minutes beforehand and i'm sure we'll get quicker as the year goes on but it's also not all about speed it's about being safe and taking your time obviously um i just want to give us enough time to when we reach that stand that we're slow and methodical and that if something does happen we have time for it to still cool off um i just don't want to be a rush going in that first morning um i know as the year goes on sometimes we sleep in a little and we're running behind stuff happens but really want to be in there at least at the at the minimum an hour early before sunrise um especially with how my trail cam intel by that stand has been going it, it's very hot in the morning so the sooner we can get in there the better obviously uh going down a little bit to the gear section here those of you that saw on my facebook page uh, on the blue collar whitetail facebook page i did pick out my four hunting arrows for this year um i had a collection of of some arrows and i picked the four best arrows that have been shooting right i'm um, shooting carbon storms 300 spine uh i got the you know the ted nugent quick fletches on there because you got to have that obviously i picked out my best four broadheads I'm shooting Muzzy again this year. The first three, uh, which is kind of funny, the first three broadheads that I'll shoot are trocars. My last arrow that I have is the original three-blade 100 grain. So I'm shooting 100 grain all across the board. Uh, those Muzzies aren't flying. Like the the difference between the trocar and the three-blade three original aren't flying different. So. Uh, like I said, that's going to be the fourth arrow in my quiver with that 
OG Muzzy. <clears throat> the last minute gear that I did pick up. I picked up a 6-in-1 sharpener, which is pretty neat. I didn't realize when I purchased it that it was actually a survival tool. This sharpener is to sharpen knives, broadheads, fish hooks. It has a fire starter on there with flint and like a steel rod. It's, not, it's or a carp. I can't even pronounce it. I'm not that smart. But anyway, it's got an emergency whistle on it as well. So pretty cool. It's about, oh, I don't know, the size of one of those old MP3s that are like those nanos or whatever. I also got some gloves that I needed for early season that I didn't have. I don't know what happened to the ones from last year. I don't know if they got sacrificed when duty called or what. But So I got some gloves. I also got my lighted knocks because... I don't know if uh, you guys heard me mention this before, but I was out shooting in the yard the other day, and I went to go shoot my hunting arrows that I normally use, and all my lighted knocks were dead. And this struck a problem for me, because last year I shot igniters, which you have to manually put the battery in, um, and you have to run like an insert to fit your arrow size, your arrow shaft. Uh, so this year I went with the Nocturnal, which is made by Rage, and uh, you only get a three-pack. So on three of my hunting arrows, I have three brand new Nocturnals. My fourth arrow, <laughs> my fourth arrow does not have a battery in it. It is a clear knock because of the insert that's glued in, and uh, like I said, it's on my fourth arrow. So <laughs> hopefully we're not down to that. And have to use it, but uh, like I said, with these white fletchings, I should be okay and should be able to see arrow flight. Like I said, all summer I, I don't really shoot with my uh, Luminox just because it drains the battery, so we'll be okay there. It's just a, a luxury to have those Luminox. <clears throat> um, I also wanted to mention this year we are running the biggest doe contest again. That is right. Last year. Uh, Matt Dawson won the inner squad group. Bill Jewell won the uh, the outer banks group, I guess you could say. But he's inner squad now, so <laughs> Bill, you're gonna have to compete with us. Uh, basically, biggest doe contest. If you guys were not familiar with it last year, you measure from the inside corner of the eye to the tip of the nose with a uh, tape measure, and you send that picture with the ruler on there to us on the page, and we have a continuous uh, dry erase board of who's in the lead. So you'll be got you guys will be able to track who's shot the biggest doe so far, uh, and hopefully knock them off the board. With the biggest doe contest, obviously becomes comes prizes. So this this year, um, we're gonna do the the ragaholic giveaway on that we're going to give a blue collar white tail giveaway on that we also have a listener that donated a cornhole set to the biggest dough contest which is pretty dope so get in on that make sure you guys are measuring your doughs because like i said it's pretty cool prize to win um you know it, you guys always hear about big buck contests but it makes it kind of interesting when you're out there chasing those slick heads and you know, let's pick out the biggest ones we can and, uh, you know, try to get your name up there on the board. 
that contest last year, I shot my doe uh, in reduction zone before we started the contest, and I didn't feel like it was fair that I already had one on the board before the majority, um, at least in our group or whatever. But since we're given a fair warning now, and I, there's a couple people hunting reduction, both inner squad and out, um, we are going to start the contest in six days. So it will run from September 15th until the end of the year. I know we have a couple Ohio hunters like Travis. Uh, so Travis, you'll have to get with me on when that Ohio season ends. Um, I believe it's in February. Basically, we will run this all year long. does not matter if you kill it with a bow or a gun. Uh, it just has to be a legal kill. And like I said, please send the picture to me so we can make a post about it on the Facebook page and I can keep up to date on who's the head on the leaderboard. So now the biggest doe's out of the way. My, my kind of funny question for the night. Crocs or some boots for the first evening set of the year? I'd love to hear your guys' opinion and weigh in on this. I'm either going Crocs or I'm going boots on the first evening sit. Uh, the, if it's hot, I think I think it's going to go Crocs. I've never hunted in Crocs before, but love the comfort factor. So, And I know my socks will be exposed, so then you got to kind of think about scent there. Um, but, you know, we're trying to have fun at the end of the day. So Crocs or boots, let me know. Also, I wanted to mention we do have blue-collar whitetail swag for sale. Uh, basically any color shirt you guys want, let me know, let my wife Mallory know on the page, um, and we can get something made for you, uh, shirt wise, if you want to rock something, I know I'm going to get a black one made for the, the tower blind that I'm going to be sitting in, uh, we also can do hats, so let me know what you guys are interested in, I also have stickers left over still, I have a couple blaze orange beanies for sale still. And we also sell koozies. So get a hold of me, direct message me on the page or my wife, and we can get you guys some blue collar whitetail swag. Uh, last thing before I go here, I wanted to mention uh, if you guys could please, please check out our other platforms Instagram and TikTok and give us a follow. It would help out. Uh, share the page as much as you guys want. I'm trying to get more people in on this. Uh, I, like I said, it's pretty cool. Last week I ran into a guy at the gym. He's like, "You you do that blue collar white tails?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Oh, dude, I heard you." And so we started talking deer there in the gym, and time got away from us, obviously. But uh, so please share as much as you guys can. Like I said, last note I'm going to touch on check out rackaholic outdoors get your guys a sense for the year get your complete scrape set up it, it it's time i mean it it for october 1st is right around the corner for the guys that have to wait reduction like i said it's here in six days i already have my complete scrape set up i'm gonna run when i get out there and um like i said you guys are already gonna try some some normal brand that you guys have been using for years why not give something you know something different a chance support these local guys uh 
you know, it's pretty amazing what this stuff does. You guys have heard me rant about it for a year now. So go check out Ragaholic Outdoors. Get a hold of Kyle Miller, Matt Dosman, or myself. I can get you in the right direction. Uh, we just got to know what you want. So you guys know where we stand. Deer don't care about your feelings. Shoot the damn bow. Measure the does so you can get in on that biggest doe contest. We will check you guys out next week. I'm going to come with you Thursday on an episode so you have something to listen to on the weekend. Because like I said, boys, Friday, Saturday, possibly Sunday, I'm going to be out there hunting, trying to kill me a slick head. So, see you guys then.